All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV. At the board is our super producer, Matty Ice. Matty, how are you, buddy? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. You mean you're not like doing great as always? I'm doing amazing. By the way, by the way, Matty revealed he's taking a trip this weekend to Boston. Why the hell are you going to boy? You know what's up there? Sh- lousy, lousy wrestling podcast. Why would you go there? Oh. Did you forget? I. You You're going to change the trip now, it's right? It's so boring. I didn't even know he was up there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh bam. God. Even the producer's getting involved. Holy Boston Red Slops. To the right is the start of the show, Mr. Jimmy Farrow. Right. Jimmy, how are you, pal? I'm doing great. Once again, I'm, since about 4 o'clock in the morning, I woke the birds up, shook them right out of the nest. Here I am. Shaking the birds out I shook them right out of Get the hell off. You're not even sharpening yet, dude. What happened to me? I used to be a vampire. Now I'm up before the birds. Now you're a normal human being. This is, I'm not. Oh, this is. I don't want to be. Uh, so we lost uh, Mr. Wonderful this week. Paul Orndorff, known to wrestling fans around the world as Mr. Wonderful, died at the age 71 after mm. dealing with severe spinal cord injury that hampered his career during the mid-80s. And survived the bout of cancer in 2011, Orndor finally succumbed to an array of health issues that had plagued them in recent years. Including dementia, of course, which they feel most likely contributed to Mr. Wonderful's death. You know, Mike, I was talking to you a little earlier about it when I heard about it. I, look, I can't take this anymore. I know I say this like it seems like every week, but it's happening every week. There's more and more passing away on an alarmingly regular basis, but this one? This guy has to be, this man has, this legend has to be in the top five of the early WrestleMania era, era, easily, easily, after Hogan and Piper, I, I kind of feel like he's, he's number three. I mean, of course, you could always mention Andre, of course, you know, during the early WrestleMania days, but man, oh man, how many stars were bigger than Mr. Wonderful? This guy was at the center of it all. I mean, he was in the main event of WrestleMania 1, for God's sakes, and we know he all wrongfully took that pin, thanks to that reckless, careless Bob Orton, freaking with the cast, who ruined it. And Mr. T got to have his hand raised, which still annoys me, although I'm glad Hogan had his hand raised, but T? Mm. Boo. Boo, Mr. T. Boo. Anyway... I guess we can never have Hogan him on get now. His, Hogan got the win on that, right? He pinned yeah, him well, Yeah, well, yeah, but Mr. T's still had his arm raised. Oh, I'm okay. sickened by this. This is sickening, you know? I, uh, you what know, is. this one This one hit home a lot. Like, yeah. Um, obviously, yeah. not obviously, but, mm. you know, again, I have a list of favorites that I grew up watching. But Orndorff hmm. was always there, like in the middle of it. I mean, I can remember when I was yeah. in the army, yeah. not to jump ahead, but um, we, I was in Germany for the first two years in the military, and they would, you know, you'd go to the video stores back in the video day. Age. Sure. And, sure. you know, I had no idea at the time that there was something called the big event, right? But the tape was there, and I'm like, oh, good, I'll get to watch some wrestling. Mm-hmm. And uh, watching that crowd, Orndorff, who turned on Hogan, right, which mm-hmm. was one of the great heel turns ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and watching that match made me just think about how enjoyable Orndorff was. It brought me back to when I first started wa- watching wrestling when you introduced me to it and uh, when he was in Georgia Championship Wrestling. Did Mr. Wonderful have the greatest physique of the 1980s? 
because I almost feel like he did. I'm trying to think of someone who was more impressively put together physically than Paul Orndorff. Can you, can you think of anyone? I mean, sure, there were other big, it was the age of it, but there's something about Mr. Wonderful's build. He's, he was massive, but he was proportioned so well, the thick legs and everything. The guy was just an amazing specimen. I mean, you, uh, you, you hit the weights all the time back in those days. I'm sure Paul Orndorff was like, you know, I want to look like this guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, my God. I was thinking about the turn of wrestling, right, when, you know, you talk about how, again, everybody's got to realize, I think, that WrestleMania obviously changed wrestling. Yeah, and it did. And the core behind that was obviously Cindy Lauper, mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan, Roddy mm-hmm. Piper, Mr. T. Mm-hmm. But you know who deserves to be in there is Paul Orndorff. Right. He was just as flashy and exciting and as intense as anybody you just named in many, many ways. He certainly was not just there, if you know what I'm saying. Some guys are fortunate and float into amazing programs and... They don't have as much of a nick factor as as, the, as their opponent or whatever, but they still somehow were remembered like, yeah, Mr. Wonderful was an intense talker, an intense fighter. He was intense, and he came across so main event. He was just a main event guy, and it really breaks my heart what happened to him physically over the years. I do have a hard time watching that. You know, over the years, when when you see a guy who was in the kind of shape that Paul Orndorff was most of his life succumb the way he did, it's very humbling. It reminds you that, you know... Again, he did live to 71. Sure. Life is fragile, though. That's all I'm saying. My God, this was an Adonis. You know, know? uh, and he suffered at the end. A couple of really good comments. painful to hear, you know. Um, uh, 802 Blues says Piper and Orton work out in New York City before Mm. WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that Mm -hmm. one. Yep. That's incredible. Yep. Yep. Um, Oh, man, it was great. CJ Duncan, let's not forget the heel turn, the clothesline, and pile driver on Hogan when they face stud and bun. By the way, who had a more vicious pile driver than Paul Orndorff? No. Yes, yes. We were watching. Oh, my God. We were guys, man. Look up pile drivers with Mr. Wonderful. This guy's brutal. I mean, how did he even pull it off? How did he put, like, we saw one with Hogan. How did Hogan not get a, get a broken neck on it? You know, I'm surprised no one mentioned, not to jump, but no one yeah. mentioned the fact when uh, they did the old gym thing when Orndorff's training all the fat people oh, and the skinny oh people God. in the gym. That's oh one of the most funniest God. vignettes. I mean, Amazing. that's that's when wrestling was wrestling, guys. I of mean, course. oh, my God. Um, we were very, very lucky. You could go to WCW too when when they did that whole gimmick where Mr. Wonderful trying to be Mr. Wonderful again. <laughs> he, th- he was going to the psychiatrist. But I think the initials were on his shoes, and like they were like, "But that says PO or whatever." <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, it stands for uh, perfect, uh, you know, whatever." He came up with something, and it was just like hilarious. Uh, well, when did he ever give us a bad memory, basically? Uh, Paul, Paul JJ, none of us uh, is immune to aging and the effects of lives daily to daily to the fullest. Yes. Um, the one thing I remember Paul Orndorff for most, Jimmy, is uh, yeah. we talked about him a few times. We had a friend in high school named Joe Silverstein. Mm-hmm. And Joe was a huge wrestling fan. He was an NWI guy, NWA guy. Yeah, he was. Right? But the one guy he loved was Paul Orndorff. Mm. And Joe at the time was a bit overweight. And Joe's a pretty big dude, man. I would have liked to have... Well, the thing is, Joe's is that, I mean, guy. talk about this. Talk about, like, idolizing your, 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 uh, these stars. Yeah. 
Yeah. He hit the gym, and Joe became Just. like a big because of Paul, Mister Wonderful. Orndorf. You know, I, 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 I didn't see Joe much too much after high school. Is that what happened when you yeah. saw me hit the weights? Because yep. Joe was a big guy to begin with. Absolutely. He, he must have gotten monstrous. Absolutely. Wow. Cool. And I think about really cool. Orndorff in his robes. Oh, my God. He had great robes. Great robes. He was, he's just, a, and he's a great talker. I think he's an underrated talker. You know? Oh, absolutely. I thought he was an excellent speaker most of the time, you know? There are some great outtakes. Did you ever see them with Mean Gene where he's Oh, my God, that's And Mean Gene cannot keep a straight face. <laughs> Hilarious. We have lost one of, the, one of the greatest wrestlers of the early WrestleMania days, and quite honestly, during the 80s, you can't get much more of a special time period or a more important time period, a more revolutionary time period between the MTV thing, Vince McMahon starting to take WWE global, succeeding, risking the mortgage on his house, kicking all these things off with Hogan, Piper, Mr. Wonderful, yep. Paul Orndorff, rest in peace, legend. Legend. Roy says uh, Orndorff had a decent run in WCW2, TV yep. champion as well, tag team champion with yep. Paul Roma, pretty wonderful. Mm -hmm. Maria Davis, Paul, he made you re uh, made wrestling you. Couldn't wait to see him in the ring. Um, well said, I saw well I saw said. Yard Ape, uh, hey, something that doesn't get talked about is uh, how, how long uh, Orndorff and Hogan's feud is 60,000 as they drew basically in a house show in Toronto. Yeah, that's the big event. Right. That was a that was a that was a yep. big deal. Yep. I thought I heard Kevin Sullivan say that they thought that was the end of Orndorff's run. Okay. And they didn't expect that many people. I don't know that to be factual. From what I understood, that the big hmm. event was supposed to be Canada's WrestleMania. Okay. Um, that would draw 60,000 I've also I've also probably. read numerous times that if Bundy wasn't going to work out for WrestleMania 2, that was going to was be going to Orndorff's Orndorf. spot. It makes sense. Um, makes at the time. That makes sense. Would you have rather seen that? No. Hogan Orndorff? Nah, I, I don't want to change history. I'm uh, just curious, you know. I don't want to change history. I actually liked Bundy. I thought King Kong thought, Bundy was fantastic. I thought it was, thought it was so fine. I, I thought that was a great match. Quite a bit. I, uh, mm -hmm. um, a couple of years ago, when we were, I don't know if you were with me, we were at the big event. And, Probably. Um, I've been to a lot of them now with you. But Orndorff on. was there signing. Right. So I went up to him, you know, and you, I knew he had problems there. Yeah. I will tell people a really touching moment was uh, Pat Patterson went up to him. Oh, you saw this. I was actually started taking pictures of them together, oh, and then wow. their agent was like, Arr. "There's always somebody to ruin a feel-good moment." Right. Yeah. Um, I wanted to get the like they were willing to pose for me because I asked them to pose for me for a picture. This too. agent got in the way, and he was like, "No, no, dude, no. I would have hit him with a left hand and but taken the photo." The sad part Bang. is, the sad part is, is Paul Orndorff did not know who he was. That not, not oh, Paul Orndorff did not know who Pat Patterson. I understand was. what you're saying. It got to, well. We've seen it before. We had we unfortunately we. I'm I'm grateful that I got to see Jimmy Snuka, but we saw what happened with Jimmy. We saw Jimmy right at the end of his life, and he was definitely struggling. Remember how he signed it? I think he autographed my picture to himself. Yeah, right. That's right. He I did. mean, you know, he did. He did. <sighs> Roy Bundy was the master of the five count. He was. I love Bundy. I thought Bundy was great. Bundy does not get enough credit, in my opinion. He transcended. For God's sakes, he was unmarried with children. He was a Bundy. He was great. So all I could think about um, is Joe's up there, and now, Joe, you get to see and hang out with Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. I hope you both get to meet each other up there. And uh, 
Rest in peace, Paul Orndorff, for what you've done for this industry and for its fans. You made your mark on wrestling, so God bless you. Monty DeFaro would like to thank the band that sings the theme song. Mr. Jimmy Farrow, the star of the show, along with his partner Bart Griggs, are part of the band Wisteria Hall. Wisteria Hall sings such great songs as In My Dreams, This Life, which you heard in the beginning of this show, is a tribute to Mr. Paul Orndorff. Not far behind, Here Comes the Rain. You can find their music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube page. Please hit like and subscribe. Yeah. You can listen to them and download their music from Spotify. Apple Tunes and Reverb Nation. If you didn't know it, it is Thursday night, and you are watching Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, where you can see us on the Monty Nefaro YouTube page, the Monty Nefaro Facebook Live page, the Monty Nefaro iHeartRadio page. Listen to us on Spotify Anchor. Watch us on the Monty Nefaro Twitch TV page. And if that's not enough, if you are living in New York, you can catch us on Channel 115 every Tuesday from 7 to 7.30. And for early risers, that's Saturday, 6 a.m. to 6.30. And just a few hours from now, on Friday on Channel 20 from 2 a.m. to 2.30. We'll be right back with this week's show after this commercial break. See you in a sec. Jeff Quest, graphics design, custom vinyl lettering, and all your art and video needs. 516-317-8204. That's for Jeff Quest, graphic design. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude, good fucking wine. Yeah. You want to star in your own success? Call QuickCast, www.quickcast.com, 866-7-CAST-NOW. That's 866-7-CAST-NOW, QuickCast. Star in your own success. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV. Once again, we want to take some time out to thank all the fans out there who yeah. do support our show. Oh, yeah. Maria, CJ, 802, Bronze, a mess, Dank Crusader. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. Is Todd. Russell, Russell out there? Russell is not out here. But uh, oh, Bronze, Bronze uh, wait, let me see. I'm sorry, a mess brought up. He's uh does everybody remember King Kong Bundy's match against Bud Bundy as the Bumblebee? <laughs> That's the one you were just talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What else was King Kong Bundy in? Was he in other stuff? He was in other stuff, too, wasn't he? I can't, I can't think of it right now. I also know that he, he caused you to panic completely when he beat up Hogan. But we, yeah, that we, was a rough time. <laughs> you lost your mind. I got to go, babe. Where are you going? I got to go watch Hogan and Bundy. <laughs> That was uh, that was uh, that, that was that chick I, is smoking. Where are you that's going? When I, was I gotta there. go. Fow was telling a story. I was at a bar one night, and uh, Bundy classic. Bundy broke Hogan's ribs, and I was about to cry. And she was really hot looking, and I, I left because I had a I I was flipping out because Bundy just crushed Hulk Hogan. What a nerd! I, I don't even know what, what was I thinking about. I have oh, no that's idea. great though. All right, the news. Uh, Michael oh. Elgin. Our Aaron Froebel, 
It's Michael AKA Elgin Michael me, Elgin, okay. was arrested arrested for violating a protective order against ex fiance who alleges sexual, mental, and emotional verbal abuse. As uh, as learned, Elgin was arrested on six twenty nine and charged with violation of a protective order. The case has been assigned to investigation. The order of protection was filed in May by his fiance, who will only use her first name, Alex says she left her home for my safety on in April because I was being abused physically, mentally, and verbally. And emotionally. Farrah. Okay. Um, I, I understand that. I, I, I do believe Mike, Mike's had some problems in the past uh, also. All I can tell, all I can say is, is what I know of Michael Elgin from when I've seen him. Uh, what I've read doesn't sound good at all. What I know of Michael Elgin, man, oh man, does he hide. If this stuff is true, wow, does he hide it well. He is the, one of the most quiet, soft-spoken, reserved people I have probably ever come across. And, and he was very, very, very pleasant with me. At the last big event, we had interviewed him on Monty and the Pharaoh the day before with the late road warrior right and uh we saw him i saw him the next day at the uh big event and we talked for a good 20 minutes me and him just talking and about all all wrestling of course and stuff like that but i i can't believe that this is what is going on because as i said just from the couple of times i've seen him i it's shocking to me. He, I, I'm very surprised. Let's put it that way. Wait, I'm just very I'll, I'll, freaking surprised. Hold on. This what? might be the funniest comment ever. What's that? Uh, Braun says, who gets arrested for domestic abuse while wearing a Clubber Lang shirt? Clubber Lang? <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, that's Did that's you? the that's the shot. Hey boy, this hey boy. Well, remember that? Whole I gotta tell you, I, 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 I agree. Great. I agree with you on the uh, Elgin thing. He was a very nice, He's so quiet, you know. But again, that's what you just never know about people. And right. you know, again, right. there's always truths. You know, I mean, how do we know that, that she's not a nut job? We don't know. I mean, you know, it wouldn't be the first time of somebody just. And I know it goes both ways. It wouldn't be the first time someone has wrongfully just pressed charges on someone else because they want to get at them. I don't, I don't know what happened. I have no idea. All I can say is, is that from knowing Michael Elgin a little bit I have and talking to him, I'm shocked he hides it well, if it's true. And I'll leave it at that. Do I personally think it's true? I'm having a hard time believing that, quite honestly. you know. Well, covered in a previous episode, the woman who accused WWE star Matt Riddle of choking her and forcing her to perform oral sex has dropped her lawsuit against the wrestler on TMZ Sports has learned, which we covered a couple of months ago. And where you had never your rant. to be heard from again. Quote the Pharaoh. Hope it was worth it. Court doc show Candy Cartwright, a pro wrestler whose real name is Samantha Tavel, mm -hmm. filed for dismissal on Monday. Oh, you mean now she can get back with Try and Idol? <laughs> oh my God. He's, he's uh, trying. Uh, trying idol. He's trying. Uh, what? Oh, my God. What? Eh, fuck the world. What? I <laughs> just can't. <laughs> so, so, originally, as discussed, oh, yeah. she she had this lawsuit against him. Mm -hmm. And he went to social media, which we, we did a whole segment on it a couple of months ago. Mm -hmm. 
and you said that you didn't believe her, and nope. I guess you're 100% right. Nope. Didn't believe her then, don't believe her now, don't really care. So, See you later, let bye. me ask you this. Someone goes out of their way mm-hmm. to try to punish someone. To cash in on a guy who had just gotten and they promoted don't to SmackDown, and they knew that they could make optimal shouldn't money she get pro- Shouldn't she get popped? Dude, uh, I've always been a Joe fan Shipley of... Joe Shipley says she's probably got paid off. I've always been a fan of, if you come up with bogus charges... If you come up with bogus charges and it turns out you're just as much of a dick, if not more, you, your ass should be, well, you know. Joe you know, Shipley whatever. says she probably got paid off. What, to shut the shut the F up? To just go Maria away? Davis Who wanted, said, wanted that's, to ruin that's his possible. career. What was that? Maria Davis said she he she, she wanted to ruin I'm his career. I'm with Maria on this one. I do believe that she, you know, and she was looking to cash in. He had just been promoted to, to the big time. And she knew that that was the moment to try to get optimal cash out of him. Well, so, I'll... I'll, I'll you know, I'll to me, it was see-through, and it's obviously see-through. And even if she was paid off, she was paid off to shut the F up and go away so Matt Riddle can get what he deserves now, a career, because he worked hard to get to where he's at. Leave him alone and leave his wife alone and go away. Yeah, no good Rick and racking. Anyway. Well, I'll say this. I'll say this. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's rough, man, but I'm glad it was dismissed. I'll tell you that. I, I'm gonna. I, I, my thought is this. Riddle, when he did that video... Mm-hmm. He seemed very, you know, convicted to yeah. like, like he yeah. was like, this is what happened. Yeah. So did I think she paid him off. No, I think that she probably just didn't want to continue on with it because it wasn't going to go. She anywhere. wasn't going to get anything out of it, and she was probably starting to like really lose money paying for her legal counseling. So you know what, you shouldn't have done it in the first place. I ne- never tried. Here's a really good point. Eight hundred two says, it's crazy. Those guys don't have to force a chick to do anything. I'm sure there's plenty of willing women out there. Mm. Joe Shipley says, well said, Farrell. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, You know, again, 802, I'm not sure sure if I agree with that comment, right? It's like, doesn't matter. Like, you know, sometimes people feel privileged that they think they can do whatever they want. This is true. Uh, 802 has a point that when you're a, when you're a star on that level, uh, you know Matt Riddle is a little bit of a rock star. We found that to be with a lot of these wrestlers. You know what I mean? Right. Sure, there are women who are going to make your night very easy. That is true. However, there are some people out there, and I hope this is not a shock to you folks, who could care less if Matt Riddle is a famous professional wrestler, and if they get hit on at the bar, they'll go, "Who the f you? Guess who the f you are?" I know this for a fact. Because if I can quickly tell you a true story, I was with one of my friend's uh, sisters at a bar. She's very attractive, and up walks a fellow from the NFL. I'm not going to, I don't want to embarrass anybody, and this guy's actually a great guy. Walks up to her, he's from the NFL, he played right here in this area, he's a big star, blah, 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 blah. Starts hitting on her. She could care less. She was not attracted to him. Right. I think she went out with the guy that fixes cars down at the garage in Northport. He's way better looking. She liked him. She didn't give a damn who he was. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, no wonder I think you're so cool. You know what I mean? Because, you know, she just was not. So it goes both ways. I agree with 802. There's plenty of them out there to be like, oh, Matt Riddle, can I play your fiddle? You know, there's plenty of them. Todd B. Kraft says Adel- uh, Alberto Del Rio had a charges against him who were dropped. What about says, I don't believe these chicks of this era. I'll tell you, though, Alberto Del Rio, I think, is a, is a steaming pile of shit. But that's a different story. I'm sure you probably feel that way, too. Not a yeah. fan. 
I do not like Alberto Del Rio. I think he's done enough things over the course of time to get an idea that no matter what, maybe one or two things got dropped, but what about the other 15? That guy, well, that guy annoys the shit I out of me. I will say this. And I used to be a big fan of his, too, especially when he was beating Cena all the time. I will say anyway. this to Miss Candy Cartwright, that yeah. if you did make up these charges, you should just be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. Because you had an affair with a guy. It right. didn't go your way. Right. You move on. You right. don't try to ruin people's lives. Yep. I mean, that's just terrible. Yeah. So if that is the case... You really should go back and reflect on your life and, first of all, say, maybe I shouldn't have sex with a married man. Well, mistake number one. That's number one. Mistake number one. Number Uh, two, um, if you ever felt comfortable around, uncomfortable around someone, then maybe you shouldn't be sitting shotgun in a van with them. Right? It might be a good idea. Right? So that's two things. Don't have sex with a married man. Don't sit shotgun with them. Right. And then three, Three. it's like, what do you expect? Yeah. What do you expect? Oh, boy. With that, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. You can always go back to Crying Idol. See you in a sec. Again. Crying Idol. (laughs) (laughs) M&J Video Games and Collectibles. Sport and non-sport cards, wrestling items, autographed items. We buy, sell, and trade. M&J Video Games and Collectibles, located at 1049 Queen Street, Southington, Connecticut, Call us at 1-860-479-9223 or 860-93-GAMES. M&J, video games and collectibles. <laughs> oh, what's up, Mike? Hey, Jimmy, what's going on? Yeah, not that much. You know, Jimmy, I love this country. Oh. I love to buy made-in-America material. And I love to buy my artwork at TAG, T-A-A-G, Made in America, 14 East Broadway, Port Jefferson, New York, 11717, the shop at the corner. (laughs) All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. You are watching Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. I think I said that twice. (laughs) Holy cow, man. Hey, look, we're both up since 4 in the morning. I think the the audience understands that, you know, we're a little delirious. All right, so disappointing news. The WWE will not punish Jimmy Uso for a DWI due to big plans already in motion. Jimmy Uso will not be punished by the WWE for his latest DWI due to the plans that they already have in motion and too big to derail. Jimmy Russo Uso was arrested for his second DUI. So first of all, I want to apologize because I think on the last show I Which said five like DUIs, right, or something like that. Well, okay, he's had two two in the last two years. The multiple time tag team champion spent the night in jail and faces a variety of charges, including speeding and another for running a red light. Fans questioned whether Uso would suffer any sort of punishment from the WWE, and judging by his role last week, SmackDown, the answer to the question is no. Farrow? You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Okay, well, it goes something like this. Apparently, there are certain folks in the company that are untouchable. And apparently, it's that family. I don't think anybody in that family can get in any trouble, it seems. Am I wrong to say that? I... I don't think you're wrong to say it at all. I, mean, I don't how know. Is, how, is, how is Jimmy working the next, literally almost so the next night? I want to go back a week ago when this first happened. What if you he and had I, killed someone? But you and I were talking, yeah. right? 
And you gave me two scenarios, you're yeah. right. Mm-hmm. You were, you gave me the scenario if Jimmy Farrell was running the WWE, right? And then Jimmy Farrell as the uh, television host. Okay. So can you give me what you said about Jimmy Farrell, the man who runs the WWE? Well, if I was running the WWE, and this was the situation, I tried to put myself because of the family. I think what I said to you was is, is I tried to put myself because of the family history with my company saying, let's pretend I'm owning it. Right. You know how far back that family goes with Vince. And I thought to myself, do I really do I really come down on on you know, it's not just like any other company. Vince has known these guys probably since they were little kids, little mm. children, mm. the Usos cuz the family He's known the family through 40 years going back to the Samoans and, and Peter Maivia. You're going back to the 70s, for God's sakes. So you're not just dealing with your employee here. You're dealing with someone who you, you could almost call family. Now, I know that Vince separates and business is business, but apparently it's not in this situation. Apparently it's not. I'm, I, I, I have to assume that when Vince hears anything that happens to somebody like Jimmy or Jay, he's probably known them since they were babies. And it, it, it's, it might actually so you, be more so, difficult for so, him to just look at it as a business and go, No! So, you idiot! You're fired! Wow. Instead, he probably I, looks at him and goes, My God, this guy was at my barbecue with, when he was three years I old. Didn't ex- I didn't expect that take from you. you know, I didn't I mean, ex- but I didn't expect that take. Okay. Either. Could the take... Listen... Certainly could be exactly what you said. Very I, well I'm thought out. I'm trying to understand why but Vince is... Could it be this? My, my reaction is, is, get the hell off the fucking could it be here. This? You're fired or you're suspended or you're something. But it could it be this? What's that? Smackdown? Need better ratings? Yes. He's in a main event storyline. Well, hold on. Right? This um, timing is terrible. AEW is starting to breathe down the yeah. giant corporation's uh, neck. There's always that too. And then to the title of the show, who is truly the head of the table? I heard a rumor out there. Don't know how it's true it is. It's Roman. Does Roman say, hey. It's Roman. Mess around, and I'm going to mess around with you. Right. Do you really think Roman did that, though? Or is that just another rumor? Because after all, I would tend to, I would like to believe that when Roman was sick and he's had his bouts with leukemia and stuff, I think that Vince has been very good to him. Vince has always been good to him. Let me tell you something, just for the record. If Roman Reigns turns around and ever quits on Vince McMahon and screws him and goes to another company, shame on you, Roman Reigns. Because for the last, and everyone out there, you know it, since they were, since Vince decided six or seven years ago, he's my guy and I'm going to keep him as a baby face, you know how much a lot of fans resisted that, and Vince just kept pushing Roman Reigns to the moon. If I was Roman Reigns, I'd be very grateful, because that pushing to the moon resulted in what we have now, the ultimate Roman Reigns, the bad guy Roman Reigns. Now all those wins over all those years the people were all upset about do nothing but enhance the resume and the current Roman Reigns. You know, so if Roman Reigns ever bolted for AEW, you ungrateful. Are you kidding me? Well done, Vince sir. Vince booked you like a wrestling god. 
CJ you know? Duncan says, such a crock. I threw one of my own family members out of the bar I used to bounce at. Business is business. Right. Good point. Right. Yard Ape, they can always punish him for it in the ring for bury, uh, by burying him. Very interesting. I was, These are really wow. good comments. Yeah. All no, of I these totally agree, by the way, with what a crock. You know, I mean, if it was me, the guy's suspended. Okay, he's done it twice now. I would have suspended him for a year. I would have been like, get out of here, see you next year. And if, and if you do it again, by the way, that's two. You're lucky no one's dead, okay? Number three, you're fired. I never want to hear from you again. Get the hell out of here. Just as long as we're clear on that. So that's what I would have done. I would have suspended him for at least a year. I would have been like, get out of here and go to rehab and do something. And what is going on with anyway? Can they owe me do anything about this? Oh, my God. What's happening with that? <laughs> Naomi! Where is she when all of this is happening? WWE anyway. superstars rally around Naomi following the abuse from Jimmy Uso fans. WWE it, superstars have been showing support for Naomi after she deleted her Twitter account thanks to the abuse of her husband, Jimmy Uso's fans. Right. WWE superstars have been showing their support of Naomi after mm -hmm. she had deactivated her Twitter. Right. Um... Well, what is this right here, though? Uh, one of the people who came to her aid was Mia Yim, and apparently <laughs> Mia Yim condemned a fan who said that Naomi... Uh, what? Oh, oh, Yim told the fan that she should commit suicide. Boy, that's a little too supportive. That, that's, that's what the hell is that? That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And by the way, and the why WWE's you, okay with that? Just for the record, I made a Go joke. Go commit suicide, Twitter freak. By the way, freak. I made a joke. I, mean, <laughs> I made a joke of it, but what is wrong with people bothering Naomi over her husband, though? That's, ri that's ridiculous. People are actually, what was that? It might have been that Julie Andrews guy. <clears throat> the one that's named there for a French fried potato? Yeah, yeah. What is you know, that? Uh, 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 I can't even remember the guy's name. He's so forgettable. <laughs> By the way, you know? Mr. Big's in the house. He says, Afa Inouye Jr., son of Afa Sr., who was the head of the table, should be the head of the table. It's his birthright. I can't. I can't. Uh, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm cool. You know how long that guy's been cha a champion? A long time. He's been champion for like years. Like years. Yeah, yeah I would like to see him in the, I would like to see him in a big program. That would work for me. Quite honestly. But he should be head of the table. No, it's Roman. Roman's head. Yeah, of the Roman's table. head of the table. Get out of here. Roman's got the look. What's <laughs> <laughs> a Roman's? <clears throat> Roman's head of the table. That's all. Unless, of course, you know, somebody else comes back soon. And you know who that is. Well, that's. It doesn't matter who that is. Oh, man. Oh, I can't sorry. believe I got busted by that. <laughs> what? I, I fell for it. I'm like, uh. uh. <laughs> you walked right in. Unbelievable. So, are your feelings on Naomi? Do you feel bad for Naomi? Yes, I actually kind of do. You know how I feel about that—the trolling losers of the world, like the guy who's named after a French fried potato that uh, you know, that Julian uh, French fry. I got gotcha, Whatever I gotcha. the hell that is. Oh, that's what you were going that, with that, it. I'm that sorry. Complete loser. Yeah, sometimes but, uh, I sometimes I'm know. a little clueless. Everybody, no, I that's guess. All right. uh, that's all right. Right now, he's stroking himself to a picture of a guy in Boston. Well, uh, it's okay because Rick B is getting attacked on online right now too. <laughs> Rick so B cup. all the uh, I told you, he's got to get some breast enhancement if he ever wants to be Rick D. <laughs> I don't know what to tell oh you. Oh, my God. Look, anyway, we'll be right back after this commercial break. You know? I'm in love with another world. I'll see you. Do you treat your dog as part of the family? <laughs> well, so do we. So why not celebrate your pup's birthday with the ultimate party box? Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Party Pup Info and let us make your pup's party or any celebration perfection. Jimmy, I gotta take a dump. What? No. 
I mean, I need a dumpster. <sighs> well, for all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental, Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. And Nitro's Garage for all your automotive needs. Call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage. Ask for Jack. Hi, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. This is Monty and the Pharaoh. I was reading a thing here. There's a little banter going on inside the page. Sure. And, uh, you what got Crotch Ripper says, how's Marty doing? He put some disturbing comments on Facebook last night. What? I have no idea, dude. I, don't, I didn't look at his Facebook. Uh, he seems to be doing okay. He messaged me this morning, so I guess he's okay. okay. What right. did you see that he wrote, Crotch? Put it on there, and I'll see. All right. Um, okay. We got money in the bank on Sunday. Yes, sir. We'll yes, go through we some of the matches, sure. see what, what people got? think. Uh, what do you got? Ricochet versus John Morrison versus Matt Riddle versus Drew McIntyre versus Big E versus Kevin Owens versus King Nakamura versus Seth Rollins in the Money in the Bank for the World Championship. Where the hell is that? I don't see it on my sheet. Oh, God. Anyway. I would say that. I would say that it's not. Probably in the next page in front. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Anyway. So, uh, what do you think of the match? I mean, uh... I think anybody in this uh, of this group could win, except for Ricochet. Why? Because it... What do you mean, except for Ricochet? Ricochet is actually getting a pretty nice push all of a sudden. I think. Do you want to see? Do you want to see Ricochet in a main event on any pay per view? Let me tell you something. After seeing Otis, the worst briefcase holder in the history wow. of Money in the Bank, Otis, any one of these guys would be an improvement over Otis. That's how bad that was handled. So, uh, I don't know, man. I. I Logically, wouldn't it be a guy like Rollins? But now that the fans are back, can you see the fans re- well, we brings, like Seth Rollins? Well, Bronze bro. brings up a good point. WWE needs some shock, right, on yeah. Sunday. Okay. So I don't, I don't see where you're going to get some shock out of the out of the men's main event, right? Because right. there's, you know, right. Again, do you really want Drew McIntyre to, to take home? No, the I want bank? King Nakamura to win it, but yeah. that's what I want. Do you have a prediction for this? I know you hate predictions, so do I. uh, Well, if you go by, usually if someone's red hot, the pay-per-view is a letdown. And it's the other way around. If someone's ice cold, then all of a sudden, boom, the pay-per-view, there's your shock. So, for some reason, I think John Morrison fits that bill. Wow. I I don't know why. Would he be the greatest money in the bank uh, holder ever? No. But... The guy's a former world champion Do almost you know everywhere else he's been. Didn't Kevin Owens say he was taking a break for a while? What's he doing in this match? I Kevin Owens is the that. workhorse that they beg to stay around. I thought he was, like, taking a few months off. Did you catch that? He's the workhorse that they beg to stay Oh, Kevin, just a couple more months, you'll be off. All right, man. All right, all right. I think he's one of them. I think he's a workhorse. He uh, might have filled Moxley's role because I, you remember Dean Ambrose was the guy who was working like, you know... 350 days. I think the smart moves. And then he fell asleep. I think the smart moves to go on. I think the smart moves is to go with Big E on this, right? Because at least with Big E, you get to do a whole bunch of different things. I guess so. Do you really look at Big E as a a world champion, though? And I'm sure I do sometimes. Yes, yes, yes. I don't. I do sometimes. Other times, I don't. (sighs) I don't for some reason. I just don't. I would like Nakamura to get 
a, the world title. I would. And, uh, but I don't think that he would pick Reigns. I think that it would, if, if Nakamura is to win the briefcase, I can see Nakamura beating Bobby Lashley. I can. And anybody wow. who... who dude, beating quite, Bobby Lashley. Quite honestly... When it comes to uh, work, body of work, career and stuff, Bobby Lashley's no no Shinsuke Nakamura. What that's a, that's my what opinion. What a Nakamura mark you are. Mm, you I am, really but are. Nakamura is one of the all time international is, greats. That's all. I'm there not going to disagree it. with that, but you I know? can't. In I Japan, he's probably top five with some of the things he's accomplished. All right, so if I was going to say Nakamura, I'm going to go with Big E. Uh, not that it matters, right? It's people writing well, I'm a not script. Saying so. anything. I I refuse. By the way, there's a reason why I, you know Mike <laughs> likes predictions. I think that it's a joke. We're actually trying to predict someone who's writing a script. What am I supposed to do? Predict Walking Dead next week? That and then, makes and me then, an expert. And then if Farrah gets it wrong, it ruins it for him. That's why he's. I don't to. like watching a match knowing that I I must you know I made this pick. I want to just enjoy it. <laughs> what is so weird about that? The one Man, that... ain't gonna be right. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be like that. How many idiots? And you pointed it out a thousand times. Hey, it's Dicky Dirtbags Pro Wrestling Poop Podcast. Hey, I got every match right. You mark loser. Who cares? I guessed every script right. I don't want to be like that. I just want to watch the match and enjoy it and root for who I want to root for. You know? That's you're right, though. If you're really going to bet, bet pro football. At least I you make some money on and it. And what is the point, though? I'm such an expert. I want to make me sick. just want to enjoy the matches. David G says, Farrell, hopefully Morrison wins. Next show, he's going to have to sing Morrison's song. Okay. Oh, oh, you mean the oh no? I was hoping it would, might might be a Jim Morrison song I'll sing, but not a John Morrison. Oh, not a John song. Morrison. You know, you know, Miz and Morrison. And gotcha. All, uh, that song's terrible. All right, so here's a, here's a, here's a, the women's match: Oscar, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, right. Nikki Ash, the superhero, Dude, Liv yeah. Morgan, Zelina Vega, and Natalia, and to be the to be determined. Dude, you got you got to tell me what happened to Nikki Cross. Dude, that's a pretty good gimmick, dude. <laughs> what happened? He's a superhero. <laughs> what, did she find, like, kryptonite or something? It's good stuff. I, I missed it, It's though. fun. Where did it come from? It just came out like that one I, I don't it's know. It's ridiculous. You right. think that's a good gimmick? No, it's all right. It's fun. Are you kidding me? Dude, there's nothing wrong with a little fun. Career over! That is like I can hear it. She's shaking. They made me a superhero. All right, so there's two ways they could go with this match. They could have Alexa Bliss win it using her superpowers (laughs) and having everybody just pass out, and then she climbs to the top of the ladder and takes the belt. And if you really want to piss off the live fans, (laughs) that would be the way to go. Don't go ballistic. Everybody's like, ugh. They just faint. The, 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 the crowd will boo her out of the building. How great would that be? It would be pretty funny. Or the two be determined could be, we spoke about this, Charlotte Flair. No. If she loses to Rhea Ripley, nope. she gets in there. I know who it should be. It should be Tessa Blanchard. Oh, my God. That That's would be, who it should be. Could you imagine? To, yes, I can imagine it. Do it. You know, whatever happened to those kind of moments, do it. I'd love to see that. Mr. Big says uh, WWE's missing the boat on McIntyre and Sheamus. Uh, yeah, can't disagree with that. Those, you know, I think those that's the way were, they're going to have to go. Those two. Wait so, a minute, you're not uh, interested in gender and the sword and all of that? That's a matter, Mr. Big. You don't like the gender. I have sword. your sword, though. That was, his, that was horrible. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This could be terrible. <laughs> or... All right, so, you, you, so is there a chance have... for Tessa? Is there a chance that Tessa's the two be determined? Uh, you know what? Probably not because they never do things like this, and they should. It's know? probably going to be Sasha Banks, and Sasha Banks will win the Money in the Bank, and really? she's back at it. 
Why can't they give it to Zelina Vega? That would be interesting. Wouldn't that be interesting? What about Liv Morgan? That wouldn't be a bad deal. Liv Morgan's starting to get a bit of a push. Not bad. Maybe it'll be Liv Morgan. I, I, I want to go with the Tessa Blanchard thing. That would be hot. Okay. I would love to see that. As far as I'm concerned, that would be the best of all. But uh, she'd wipe the floor with all of these. Lashley things. against Kofi Kingston. I so hope that Bobby does to Kofi exactly what he said he was going to do to Kofi at the end of that show. That he's going to rip him in half. He's going to tear him from limb to limb. And he's going to cave in further that chest that no, doesn't exist anyway. He's just going to cave it in even further. Kofi Mania over. I can't. I never had Kofi Mania. You know, and that's no disrespect. Kofi's good wrestler, yada, yada, yada. But I hated every second of that. And I was so thrilled when Brock Lesnar was, came back and was like, oh, you're champ? <laughs> Next. <Done. laughs> See ya. You know? He doesn't strike me as a world champion. I'm sorry. It doesn't. It's got nothing to do with how good he 802 is. 802 says Tess is going to uh, AEW. All right, ruin it for me there. 802, thanks. Uh, he's probably right. What are you gonna do? That's that would. Do, wait a minute though. Isn't she been rumored to be going there for the longest time? I haven't seen her there yet. I still. I think you have a chance. I got a chance. Wait a minute. This is a good one. We got. Albister Figueroa, I hope I'm saying that. I bet Alexa Bliss's farts smell like cotton candy and rainbows. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. That is, uh, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. She probably smells like a Jolly Rancher when she passes. Are you saying she's so hot that she can do it? Appreciate those things. By the way, we were speaking about this. This is is off subject, but (laughs) we were speaking about growing up and the women wrestlers that that we had to endure. Yeah, oh. against the women wrestlers, these young people who are watching oh this show right God. now that they get to see on today's, a regular basis. Today's fan gets like Pornhub quality, and we had ugly feet and disgusting crow neck. And who was the hottest female wrestler? I can't even. When we were growing, like who? Well, first of all, I don't think there were any. Okay. When Fair Elizabeth enough. showed up, it was the first one we said, "Wow, she's pretty," because before that we had Moolah. Right. And we had McIntyre's feet, and we had Lalani. <laughs> we had Lalani. Why? We had. Uh, Wait a minute! I'm friends with her. Stop. That Wait a minute! Are you? Yes, I am. What did, now she's going to think I'm a complete asshole. Yeah, way, a way to go, pal. Thanks a lot. Well, it was still rough. Anyway, what? Wendy Richter. Yeah, but when you look at it now, you realize that Wendy Richter. Was she was like the hottest one there, right? right. It was like, oh, Wendy when you Richter. See now, it's like, what are you kidding me? Mandy Rose looked like she just stepped out of the Playboy channel. And that's no knock. That's like, hello. Right. You know? Right. Why didn't you tell me you were friends with Lilani? Now she's not going to have... I, I didn't know. She's going to be mad at me now. <laughs> you jerk. I right, Anyway. But the fans, are, the fans are lucky. The what? fans are lucky out there. They get to watch the women that are wrestling today. And I'm not trying to be a sexist. It's just what it is. <laughs> it just comes naturally. <laughs> Rhea Ripley. <laughs> Against Charlotte Flair. Now, this is disappointing. I really want Charlotte Flair win, to win back the right. title. Right, right. I think I it, that's where it belongs. I agree a thousand percent. But, but you know what, what happens though? to Rhea's career? What, Rhea, what happens to her career if she loses this match? What, Rhea? Yeah. Nothing. Rhea, come back and stomp people again. What's the problem? What, she can never lose now? So who's better? Who is who's better off losing this match? Who can survive? It I better? don't think Charlotte's winning this match. I, I, if she does, I'd I'd be shocked. You know. Uh, but what do you do with Charlotte after that? That's what, what I'm saying. What How long to... you keep damaging Charlotte? Yeah, like I don't think it can go much longer. Uh, not you know. This is a tough call. This really is. 
Reyes should win. I mean, how long has the title reign been? It's not been that long. She hasn't done much. No, she hasn't, quite honestly. Um, I still would like to see Charlotte win. I agree. I would love to see Charlotte win. AJ Styles at almost first. <laughs> almost? <laughs> almost first to Viking Raiders. He's almost 30 feet tall. <laughs> I just wish it was almost over. That's uh, really? what I was hoping. Really? You're not into that? The whole Dude, thing? I don't even get the Viking Raider. Th- Raider. I mean, I, I don't even. <laughs> Dude, I'm you becoming would, an AEW listen, fan. <laughs> I was just about to say, you mean to tell me that they let the revival, you know, the FDR go, and they, they this is what they push? Uh, this is not my idea of, uh, this is not oh good. Oh, my God. Dude, oh, the, look. Dude, the, Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm looking at something. What, hey, got? what we got here? I see you looking at something. What are you looking at? You got a little Rick B saying, oh, we support want? these jabronis. Oh, oh my up. God. You loser. Oh, Rick. I mean, for God's sake, you tune in just to like be like, I hate you guys. Dude, if I don't like something, I don't pay any attention to it. What's wrong with you? Anyway. Unbelievable. I'm going back and I'm going to tell my friends. Go ahead. Got it. Pathetic. <laughs> The main event, Roman Reigns against Edge for the Universal Championship. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I want Roman to win. I'm sorry. I'm not on the Edge train. I don't know if I've ever fully ever been on the Edge train. I think he's great and all. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, yeah. Roman. He's winning and he's he's continuing. Does Cena show up at Money in the Bank? No. I don't think so. Save Edge, maybe. I mean, really, you're gonna water down Edge. Edge loses, and here's John Cena. I mean, holy, or maybe, watering down maybe Edge. Maybe Edge gets like the Usos attack him, and they're just all beating the hell out of Edge. And Cena comes out and saves the day, uh, closes out the show. Remember, beginning uh, of show, end of show, most important parts. Yeah, I agree, but I don't. I just, I don't know. If it happens, great, but. Uh, I'm getting tired of these John Cena rumors. Show up already if you're going to show up. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, what, what, what is SummerSlam a month away? Maybe he shows up to, uh, a week from now. He, he might even show up the next night after the pay-per-view. How's that sound? Might. He might. He might do that. Rick you know. B. saying he'd like to keep the feud going. Well, you'd like to, but the way I see it is it's already over. You got stomped. Next. That's it. Yeah. Next. All right, upcoming shows, everybody. July 31st, 8 p.m. That's a Friday. MTV star and Mob Wife star Marissa Jade is in studio along with EC, along with ECW legend Joel well, Gertner. Well, well, I love Joel Gertner. Can't wait. That's going to be awesome. But um, where's Marissa Jade going to be sitting? On the couch. She, 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 oh, she's going to be over there. All the way over there? Over there. All right, good. That's safe. On August 5th, that's a Thursday at 9 p.m., we have a tribute to New Jack with his partner, Mustafa, Mm -hmm. along with Super Crazy. Awesome. You don't really get a lot of interviews with Super Crazy? No. So that should be kind of fun. So we're asking if. Do I? You're going to need to. Komasiyama. (laughs) Koma Mikyama. No, that's Italian. (laughs) What? Oi. That's that's Jewish. Dude, that's really great. What? Asking questions in English and getting answers in Spanish. Yeah, I don't speak Spanish, though. This could be... Here's one I'm excited for. August 12th, which is a Thursday, the First Lady of Wrestling, Missy Hyatt. Nice. 
is very in nice. studio. Very nice, very nice. Thoughts on Missy? Well, she's one of the hottest babes from the day. From back oh my in the god! Day. And I think she's still pretty good looking. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Would not be surprised. Indie Taker three sixty six. Like anybody else, we're not afraid to read the comments. You guys look like a dollar store Opie and Anthony. <laughs> well, thank you there, buddy. <laughs> I went to school with uh, one of them anyway, so... With Opie and Anthony? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Anthony's from our town. You didn't know that? Is he really? Yeah, he's from our town. Yeah, he went to our school. Yep. Yep. So most importantly... Oh, and he said you're a douche. I just thought I'd let you know. Because we're going to be smoking Dude, later. Indie Taker, that's terrible. That guy said you were a douche. I feel so bad for you right now. <laughs> uh, very important. On September 17th, Monty and Farrow want to thank our YouTube subscribers and... Mem- not subscribers, but members. Yeah. As we have signed WWE Hall of Famer, ECW Superstar. Hmm. To a 90-minute interview, um, Mr. Rob Van Dam. That the, the interview, whole, the whole fucking show, the whole effing the show, whole fucking show, will be in studio. Mm. This interview will be exclusive to Monty and the Faro members. Mm-hmm. Um, that means you're not allowed to watch it, Rick B. Next, unless he becomes a member, <laughs> he's probably just checking his member. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, he, he doesn't have his hands on the keyboard. He'd rather watch old Jed. Uh, <laughs> Jed, Jed interviews from 2007. Wow, he said this seven years ago. And this is the fourth time he's loaded it up. Let's check it out again. How exciting. <laughs> That's great. Hey, what's this intro mean? I don't know. But, but I'm anyway, we're, 10 minutes we're in. very excited, really, though. We want to thank everybody for the support. And we thought it would be a good idea to give these exclusive, you know, the members this exclusive Absolutely. interview. Absolutely. Our members Where are you awesome. can ask RVD your questions Absolutely. and everything else. So Definitely. this is our little call to you and Definitely. say... Definitely. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and if you're thinking about becoming a member, there you go. You get some uh, exclusive perks from the uh, Monty and the Pharaoh. So. Oh, absolutely. That's going to be awesome. Uh, Rob Van Dam. We've we've had dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of guests, Hall of Famers, all over across the board. My God, you're bringing in besides Greg Valentine. Rob Van Dam is my favorite guy of all the guys we've brought into this point so i'm losing my mind over this one this could be a big one dude i'm gonna be rolling for days absolutely to get rob ready for this interview i think he's gonna be pretty happy too oh for me anyway should go well cj thanks again buddy rvd hype get hype bro get your questions ready thanks for the bits that was very nice of you Get your questions ready. Very, you know, again, RVD's been interviewed by a couple of people, but mm-hmm. he's actually going to be in studio. Awesome. And we'll be able to get your questions to him. It's just going to be fantastic. Very excited. I'm really excited for this whole group of interviews. Yep. Missy Hyatt. Yep, uh, yep, yep. You know, Don't forget Joel Gertner and Mustafa and Super And we got, some, o- we got and... some other surprises coming up. Um, you're probably going to see Sabu in studio. Wow. Um, Wow. That's going to happen. Really now? Yeah. Interesting. Um, there's going to be... You know, there's rumors flying about possibly... There Mr. Big, a... you are an honorary member. There we go. There we go. Uh, it, is there any possibility... I've been hearing rumors about there's a Ganya out there? Greg Ganya has contacted the show. He would like to come on. He has an exclusive he wants to share on the M&P show. So awesome. That'll be coming up. Awesome. But again, guys, all awesome. those interviews, everything is, is free. Uh, the RVD one, we wanted to make sure that everybody that's a, a member get you know, get something a little Absolutely. special from us, right? Absolutely, they deserve it. They've been so loyal, and they always have intelligent, smart things, good comments and everything. I mean, love it. 
love it. They definitely get something here, too. They get RVD all to themselves. That's it. That's <laughs> you along with RVD. You know, that's our thank you to you guys at home. Thank you. Uh, any final words there, Jimmy? Anything good to tell anybody? Uh, well, the good news is, is just that this weekend we might both actually get some sleep. That's true. Because, you That's know, true. being up at 4 o'clock every morning until uh, God knows when is kind of rough. But um, also for you folks out there, keep your eyes out tomorrow night before SmackDown at 7.30. Yes. We proudly present to you Monty and the Pharaoh presents This Week in Wrestling. That'll be on every Friday right before SmackDown. 7.30 to 8 o'clock on uh, YouTube, I'm assuming. That there, is brother. correct, sir. Yep. And uh, it's just a recap, you know, nothing. You know, we're not going to sit there and stick it under the microscope and be like, oh, we know everything. No, we're just going to review some of the major things that happened over the week, not just in WWE or, you know, AEW, if there's something going on in TNA we want to talk about or Ring of Honor or New Japan or whatever. It just keeps us going with more of our content for, you know, some fans love old school. Yep. Some fans love... New school. Some fans love both. We happen to be, me very much so, loves old and new school. Mike definitely stays up on the current product, but is a huge old school guy. So we just wanted to offer more for the uh, viewers out there to uh, wrap their wrestling minds around. And that's pretty much it. So every Friday from 7.30 to 8, you can catch Monty and the Pharaohs this week in wrestling, where we recap everything that's been going on. And, of course, you've still got our Thursday night insanity. That's so, right. So, uh, you know, we appreciate you guys tuning in. And until next week, you've been watching Monty and the Pharaoh. Until next time, later. <laughs>